0: Yo what is going on everyone, my name is Nick or The Notorious Fantasy and in today's video we're going to be going in depth into my week number 5, top 36 running back rankings and tiers for the 2023 fantasy football season but before we could get into things I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below and while you're down there whether you are new to the channel or not please make sure to leave a like on today's video it would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on twitter or x please do so at Notorious FNTSY. So, without further ado, let's get into my week number five running back rankings and tiers for the 2023. Fantasy football season. We begin with the S tier at the running back position at number one with Christian McCaffrey of the San Francisco 49ers going up against the Dallas Cowboys this week at home in San Francisco on Sunday Night Football. Christian McCaffrey is currently the RB1 in fantasy football, and this man has eight touchdowns on the season, scoring four touchdowns last week up against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, this defensive matchup definitely isn't some soft serve cupcake matchup against the Cowboys, but at the end of the day, with how skilled this 49ers offense is and with how good Christian McCaffrey is, there is no way even in tougher matchups for me to rank him any lower than the S tier at number 2 we have Bijan Robinson of the Atlanta Falcons going up against the Houston Texans at home in Atlanta, Bijan is currently the running back 6 on the season in PPR this matchup up against the Houston Texans is pretty solid for a running back up against the pass, the Texans defense is definitely a little bit tougher but up against the run they are relatively soft Bijan Robinson continues to dominate 50 Shades of Grey style week in and week out. And I think this is finally the week where he finishes inside the top three at the running back position. Moving now to the A-tier running backs at number three with Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders going up against the Green Bay Packers at home in Las Vegas on Monday Night Football. The availability of Jimmy Garoppolo is still very up in the air. Now this game is played on Monday, giving him an extra day to potentially be good off of that concussion. With that said, though, even if Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G-spot, Jimmy Pornstar is in at quarterback or Aiden O'Connell, I love Josh Jacobs. Now, Josh Jacobs did start off the season incredibly slow, right? Running back 32, 25, and then 20. But last week, up against that Chargers defense, he had his true breakout game as the running back number three. I was kind of talking about it all year long, that a lot of the times when these running backs come back and they sign the franchise tag super late in the offseason, it takes a couple of weeks for these guys to get back on the saddle and be playing like they did in prior season seasons now obviously three weeks was a little bit longer than I thought it would take but hey my analysis still made sense he was the running back three last week he catches a bunch of passes in this offense the Green Bay Packers defense is pretty decent against the pass pretty eh against the run so I think this is a good matchup for Jacobs inside of the A tier at number four we have DeAndre Swift of the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the LA Rams in LA now this is a tougher matchup up against the Rams defense but ultimately DeAndre Swift to me should be a lock every single week to be a top 12 running back this is a guy that sees so much work in a very efficient offense the offensive line of the Eagles is the best in my opinion in the National Football League and DeAndre Swift catches some passes as well the only real downside for DeAndre Swift is the fact that they do use the tush push all the time and even if DeAndre Swift gets them all the way to the one yard line we all know what's going to happen and Jalen Hurts is going to vulture that touchdown. At number 5 we got Brian Robinson Jr. of the Washington Commanders going up against the Chicago, Chicago Bears tonight in Washington. The Chicago Bears defense is incredibly terrible up against the run and I expect Brian Robinson to run train on this defense. He is currently the running back 8 on the year in PPR and despite the fact that he only gets about 2 or 3 targets every single game, it doesn't matter when he is running as efficiently as he does. I definitely believe this is a wet dream matchup for any running back. And I think Brian Robinson is in the driver's seat to have a absolutely dominating performance. This week up against the Bears tonight on Thursday Night Football at number six, we got Tony Pollard of the Dallas Cowboys going up against the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco. Now, I definitely think Tony Pollard is a lock to be a top eight ish running back every single week in my rankings. Last week, he had a down game up against the Patriots as the running back 26. But that wasn't because the Dallas Cowboys offense looked truly terrible or something. It was because the defense was scoring all the points, and then Tony Pollard didn't even have to get that many carries late in the game. He had his lowest number of rushing attempts by far. He had 11 rushes in that game the prior two weeks, 23 and 25. Now, the matchup against the 49ers is what has me having him ranked in the A-tier, not the S-tier, but at the end of the day, this guy is still the clear lead running back on the Dallas Cowboys, and I think he's going to get a lot more run this week up against a stout Niners defense again I'm not expecting his biggest game of the year this week but I definitely still believe you have to start him up against the Niners at number seven we have Derrick Henry of the late Titans tractor Cito going up against the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis now I know after week three up against the Cleveland Browns where Derrick Henry shit the bed a lot of people were starting to worry Nick oh my god is Derrick Henry washed is Tajay Spears gonna take over Nick what do we do I said, hey, don't panic, hold your horses here, and Derrick Henry will be just fine last week having his best game on the season. Two touchdowns, running back seven on the week. The Indianapolis Colts defense pretty middle of the road up against the run. The only thing that could potentially derail Tractor Sido and Derrick Henry having a great game is if the Titans just fuck everything up, right? The Colts take a big, league early, or a big lead early, or if Tannehill's playing like shit and then they have to throw the ball a bunch, that obviously devalues Derrick Henry. But in this game, I think the Titans should be able to keep it close. Moving now to the B tier, we got RB number eight, David Montgomery of the Detroit Lions going up against the Carolina Panthers in Detroit, running back two last week up against the Green Bay Packers. Three touchdowns in that game. He has scored at least one touchdown in every single matchup. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Nick, David Montgomery looks like absolute dog shit compared to Jameer Gibbs, and I get it, right? Jameer Gibbs is very clearly the more explosive, the more fun running back to watch, but at the end of the day, Dan Campbell has made it abundantly clear that David Montgomery is going to see 15-plus carries Every single week, the Panthers' defense is injured. They are terrible up against the run, and I think this is going to be yet another solid spot out of Dave Montgomery. Montgomery is the number 10 running back on the season in PPR, despite having three catches on the season and missing one whole game. At number nine, we have Travis end of the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Buffalo Bills in London. Now, when it comes to... To Travis Etienne in this Jaguars offense, we've kind of seen some trials and tribulations of the Jaguars offense, right? Week one, the first half, they look dominant after that. They're kind of sleeping at the wheel. Week two, week three, the exact same. And then week four, up against the Atlanta Falcons, they do bounce back. But even in those bad games for the Jaguars, Travis Etienne still looks pretty solid. So he's definitely a reliable running back, even when the Jaguars are potentially getting their back blown out, which may happen up against the Buffalo Bills. At number 10, we got Devin. Two chains of the Miami Dolphins going up against the New York football giants. Now, when it comes to Devin A. Chain and Raheem Mostert, Raheem Mostert is in the next tier Of running backs, I don't really think there's too much of a drop-off between him and Mostert, if we're being honest with you. Would I be surprised at all if Mostert outscored a chain this week? Fuck no, baby. But let's be honest with you, even on limited touches, this man had eight rushes last week for 101 yards. He averages 11.5 four yards per rush. I understand that those type of numbers are impossible to keep up with, and obviously that number is going to drop, but Mike McDaniel would be absolutely fucking idiotic to not give more carries to Devin. Two chains, Devin a chain, and I genuinely do believe that this week up against a soft as baby shit Giants defense, Devin two chains is going to go. Crazy At number 11, we have Kyron Williams of the LA Rams going up against the Eagles at home in LA. Now, Kyron Williams did not practice yesterday on Wednesday, but is expected to suit up on Sunday. He may be limited slightly with that hip injury. He hurt his hip, but fucking the Indianapolis Colts last week as the running back number four. He's another one of those running backs that people were panicking big time after one bad game. Nick, I know he was the running back 9 and then 2, but week 3 was the running back 27. The wheels are falling off, right? And then he finishes as the RB4 last week. I believe very heavily in Kyron Williams. The fact that he is banged up has me pivoting him down to running back number 11, as well as the fact that the Eagles' defense is still just decent against the run. They don't overwhelmingly concern me, right? Not jumping ship and burying Kyron Williams down the rankings, but mix the injury with the defensive matchup. Kyron ranks as the RB11. At number 12, we have Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints going up against the New England Patriots in New England. Now, last week, Alvin Kamara had 14 targets for 13 receptions. And I know, Nick, you made this joke in the running back start video. If I told you that Kamara had 14 targets and 13 receptions, you would probably assume he has at least 80 yards, right? At least, at the bare minimum, he has 80 receiving yards. This motherfucker had 13 catches for 33 yards. Seems like Derek Carr's suiting up again, and it seems like Derek Carr's injury to his shoulder, I believe, his AC sprain, his AC joint, again, I'm as much of a doctor as Johnny Sins, is impacting him, and it seems like he wants to dump the ball off all game long to the running back, and if that is the case, Alvin Kamara will be successful against the Patriots, and this Patriots defense, pu fucking stinks. It stinks compared to what we thought it was gonna be. At number thirteen, we got James Let him cook of the Buffalo Bills going up against the Jaguars at home in Buffalo. Finally scores his first touchdown of the season last week up against my Miami Dolphins, even though we all know his knee was down. Going up against the Jaguars in London Town this week at nine thirty AM. Set your fucking alarms for Bijan or not Bijan. For ETN versus James Cook, which is what I was trying to say there, but I had a brain fart because Bijan played in London town in it last week. So uh, running back 13 last week, running back 12 on the season. Pretty reliable to be a top 15-ish running back week in and week out. I think he's deserving of this spot. The Jaguars defense definitely underwhelming up against the Rush. At number 14 to close out the B tier, A.A. Ron Jones, the Green Bay Packers, going up against the Las Vegas Raiders in Viva Las Vegas Running back 64 last week up against the Lions. Now, I know. Nick, you told me that uh, Aaron Jones was healthy. He was going to be good to go. And he was going to steamroll that defense, baby. And he did it. I know he didn't. They put him on a pitch count. His workload was reduced. He only had five rushes, two targets. This week against the Raiders, I expect there to be an uptick in his workload. I would rank him much higher in the A tier if I knew he was going to be back at 100% strength, getting a majority of the carries that we're used to. I think he might be getting less than what we would want, but the matchup against the Raiders is so juicy that the B tier only makes sense for him. Again, that Raiders defense is softer than one of those Super expensive, luxurious pillows. At the S tier, we begin with running back 15, Raheem, the wet dream, Mostert of the Miami Dolphins, down week last week against the Bills. Fumble! Kept fumbling the goddamn ball, running back 42. Early the running back two on the season. I don't want people to just fucking overreact, panic, shit the bed, and just bench Raheem Mostert for no reason. He's still basically a must-start running back at this point in the season, and I'm still very confident in his upside. Again, wouldn't shock me at all if the running back two on the year finished as a top three running back, finished ahead of A-Chain this week. But I do think based upon what we saw, McDaniel will slightly reduce the workload of Raheem Mostert. And number 16, we got Saquon Barkley of the Giants going up against the Dolphins in Miami. Saquon Barkley limited in practice with that ankle injury on Thursday. If I'm being honest with you, it doesn't feel like a mortal lock of the century that Saquon plays, but even a banged up version of Saquon Barkley is going to look incredibly effective up against a defense that could not stop me running the rock in the Miami Dolphins. So if Barkley plays, I think the running back 16 is very fair for him. If he doesn't play, I would be fine playing Matt Burita, but he obviously wouldn't be ranked this high. At number 17, Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts going up against the Tennessee Titans. Jonathan Taylor himself says he's 100% healthy and basically has told us that he's committed to playing. Which is shocking, it seemed like Jonathan Taylor wanted out, it seemed like Jonathan Taylor was not gonna play for the Colts this year, he wanted to be traded, and then bada bing bada boom, it's week fucking five, and now he's all good, it's all gravy, you know, it's weird. Really weird. And if I'm being honest with you, the matchup against the Titans defense scares me, he hasn't played this year, problem is though, seen Zach Moss look so good, Jonathan Taylor might not have the full workload, so again, I didn't want to rank him way too highly, but we know how good Jonathan Taylor is. And again, Zach Moss was looking downright fucking fantastic. And we know Jonathan Taylor is levels above Zach Moss. At number 18, we have Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Joe Mixon has basically been bent over a table by the fact that the quarterback play by Joe Burrow, Joe, Joe Shisty, is absolutely terrible. It, And I've said absolutely terrible like 50 times in this video, but it's true. Joe Burrow... Literally looks like a chicken with his head cut off behind the offensive line. It is bad. And Mixon is going to struggle because of that, right? Up against the Titans last week, I know it's a tough matchup against the running back, but he was the running back 30. And it really wasn't his fault. He still obviously isn't the Mixon for the last couple of years, right? He's still a little bit more washed, quote-unquote. Not as effective, but he still looks decent. It's just Joe Burrow is hiding all the upside for Mixon. now. Expert consensus rankings have him as the RB9 on Fancy Pros. I got him as the RB18 again, because even though this matchup is a wet dream for a running back against the Cardinals defense, we just saw McCaffrey score four touchdowns against him. Maybe Mixon could do the same thing. Maybe I'm overreacting, but I think Joe Burrow is just really screwing this team over and screwing over the upside of guys like Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase. At number 19, we got James honor running back of the Arizona Cardinals going up against the Cincinnati Bengals at home in Arizona, running back number 36 last week against the Niners worst game on the season. But that's because it was a tougher matchup, right? We all know the Bengals defense is definitely softer up against the run compared to the Bengals, not compared to the uh, 49ers who have like the best run defense or one of the best run defenses in the NFL. So I expect to bounce back for James Conner running back 16 on the year. Prior to that, running back 36, running back 6, 15 and 20. Pretty safe bet to be a top 20 running back. And again, all season we kind of talked about how James Conner was a gross start at running back. At this point, I want to throw that narrative away, right? Cuz the Cardinals are significantly better than I thought they would be. There's a chance I know they would have lost to the 49ers, but there's a chance they could have beaten Washington. They could have beaten the Giants. And they could have beaten the Cowboys. They actually beat the Cowboys, but they could be 3-1 and one right now. And it wouldn't be that crazy. And Josh Dobbs looks really good. At running back number 20, Isaiah Pacheco of the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the cold-like Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota running back 6-12 and over the last two games despite starting off the season at Snail's pace as the running back 30-29. and 29. Vikings matchup is a wet dream for any player. Obviously, the Vikings defense is a little bit better against the run than up against the pass, but it feels like this team's committed to Pacheco. Now, we're going to see Clyde edwards Hilaire and Jared McKinnon get theirs in this game, and if McKinnon and Clyde edwards Hilaire score a touchdown and Pacheco doesn't, you will obviously be pretty disappointed. But Pacheco continues to see over the last two games 15-plus rushes, He scored a touchdown in both games, and this man runs like the dirt owes him money, right? He's fucking stomping on the goddamn dirt on the grass as he runs into the end zone. It's crazy. He takes, like—I would say he takes, like, an extra step compared to every running back, right? He's, like, running—if he ran 50 yards into the end zone, he is running, like, 20 more steps than every other running back. He takes, like, these quick steps. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this while watching the games, but he's just fucking— Punishing that dirt, 50 Shades of Grey style underneath him. It's beautiful to watch. I'm being honest with you, in tougher matchups, I'm not very confident in Pacheco because we know the Chiefs like to throw the ball, but he looked good against the Jets, which kind of surprised me. And running back 20 might even be low at this point. If he continues to perform how he has over the last two games, he's certain to keep moving up the rankings, which he has, right? I wasn't super confident against him. I, like, I knew he'd do good against the Bears, but I didn't want to rank him too highly because Again, this is a running back by committee, and they used McKinnon and Hilaire in that game, but still, Pacheco was the RB12. Last week against the Jets, I was like, okay, he balled against the Bears, but the Bears suck donkey cock, right? Now he's going up against the Jets. It's going to be harder, so we got to bury him down the rankings. And then this week, he's running back 20. You could definitely see him finish much Higher than that. Before we move on into the D tier at the running back position, I would like to give you guys a quick word for our friends and our sponsor over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best place to play NFL pick'em in the whole entire universe. And Underdog Fantasy has a great offer for you guys on Thursday Night Football. Justin Fields higher than half of a total yard. All he needs is just one yard in this matchup and you have to match that with at least one other pick and you will get three times your entry fee if you do two picks. So we are going to to go ahead and add Justin Fields higher than half a total yard as well as Brian Robinson higher than 63 and a half rushing yards the Bears defense is incredibly soft up against the run so if both of those pay out both of those hit you will get three times your entry fee if you do three picks it's six times four picks is ten times and five picks is twenty times your entry fee now you have to live in one of these states on your screen right now and if you use promo code Notorious or click on the link in the video description you will get a first match deposit bonus on underdog of up to a hundred dollars. So you deposit a hundred. They give me additional 150 additional 50, 25 additional 25. The minimum deposit on underdog is $10. If you have a gambling problem, please make sure that you call one, 800 gambler back on into things. The D tier at the running back position, running backs, 21 through 23 at number 21. We got Brees Hall of the jets going up against the Broncos in Denver. Robert Salah did say that he is no longer on a snap count. Brees Hall But in saying that, he also kind of talked about how he's still confident in Dalvin Cook, who looks like he runs the rock in molasses. So while Breeze Hall should be way better against a garbage Broncos defense, I can't rank him much higher than this because I still think Robert Salah is going to pull the wool over our eyes and Dalvin Cook's going to end up having a good game somehow. At running back 22, Madison going up against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs at home in Minnesota. Look, Madison's looked decent over the last couple of games. He definitely sucked against the Eagles, but after that, he's looked good. Cam Akers is going to get touches, but you're still starting Madison. He saw 17 touches, 17 carries last week, 20 carries the week before. He had a reduction in targets, only one target last week compared to seven the week prior against the Chargers. Matchup against the Chiefs isn't ideal, but this could be a shootout, and Madison could find his way into the end zone. again. Madison has underperformed how much I liked Madison going into the season, but I think a more relaxed take on Madison, right? A more calm down take, like a more non-fucking super high, give the gawk gawk 9,000 to the guy, like a normal take on Madison, you'd probably be pretty fine with what he's done. At number 23, Damian Pierce of the Texans going against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Limited with a knee practice. Limited with a knee practice. Limited in practice on Wednesday, yesterday. With that knee, I expect him to go up against Atlanta. The Texans are returning at least one of their main O-linemen, Hunsul, this week, which is great. Running back 17 and 14 over the last two spots. Great matchup against the Falcons' defense, but he is banged up, so I will note that, hey... Dealing with a little bit of a knee injury definitely is scary and too scary for me to rank him inside the C tier. But I do definitely like the upside. I was all over Damian Pierce in the offseason. I was looking a little bit like a fool with my pants on the ground and my hat turned sideways through the first two games. But the last two weeks, he has come correct. Moving to the E tier here, number 24 through 27, number 24, Jameer Gibbs. Now, again, wet dream matchup against the Carolina Panthers. But the problem is that we know David Montgomery's getting a majority of the carries And Jameer Gibbs is going to need a touchdown, which he hasn't scored this season, to make things really work. I still think down the stretch of the season, Jameer Gibbs is going to end up being like a league winner. They're going to slowly reduce the touches of Montgomery. But right now, in week five, that doesn't seem to be coming up the rear, right? Right now, it doesn't seem like that is what's going to happen this week. Should finish pretty safely as a top 25-24 back, but his upside is severely limited by... Mr. David Montgomery at number 25, Miles Sanders going up against the Detroit Lions in Detroit. The Detroit Lions defense as a whole has been a huge upgrade over the last couple of weeks compared to the beginning of the season. Sanders still dealing with the groin injury limited in practice on Wednesday. I'm going to be honest last week, his touches were limited by that in a big way. A lot more Chuba Hubbard. And while I think Chuba Hubbard's actually pretty good. I still think Frank Reich believes in Miles Sanders the groin injury itself, him still dealing with it, is enough for me to not rank him higher because of the fact that he's going to be limited. And again, the Lions defense has been taking great leaps over the last couple weeks, looking better. At number 26, we got Ramondre Steven Season of the New England Patriots going up against the New Orleans Saints in New England. Started off the season all right, running back 13-17. After this, it has been down. Ill, limited with a thigh injury in practice on Wednesday. Unclear how serious this is. I get that they got smoked by the Dallas Cowboys, but it's just not promising how much they've been using Zeke. Stevenson's only averaging 2.7 yards per carry. I hope things turn around because I talked about this in the running back start video. start video. I started yelling how frustrating that this is. Because last year, Stevenson was the sole bright spot. He was like that beautiful fucking star that shoots across the sky, a beautiful shooting star at night. Oh, my God. Mac Jones sucks ass. These receivers suck ass. Everyone sucks ass. The he- the ke- the he- even Belichick sucks. Like, the offensive coordinator sucks. But Stevenson still looks good. Then last week, or not even just last week, just this whole season, they haven't committed to Stevenson. They want to give Zeke more touches. And it is just... Makes you want to pull your fucking hair out. It just pisses me off. And again, I was a huge Stevenson guy in the offseason even when they brought Zeke in. I just didn't see how things could go this wrong. And they have. Running back 27, Khalil Herbert. Running back 8 last week. Commander's defense definitely better, especially in the front compared to the Broncos. Problem is, though, once you get past Herbert, and I'm just going to flash these guys on the screen, you get to like Najee, McLaughlin, these super shit running backs. It's like Herbert's better than those guys. Question is, will the Bears be able to get ahead in this game and be able to actually establish a run? Moving now to the G tier, like a G6, not, 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 Running backs 28 through 30, run, 31 at 28. We got Najee Harris, best game on the season. Running back 19 last week. Kenny Pickett is somehow going to play in this game, which makes absolutely no sense based upon how injured he looked. But it is what it is. Matt Canada is still, for some reason, the offensive coordinator of this team. Ravens defense has been ravaged in the asshole by injuries. So maybe towards the end of the season, they'll be a little bit better. Again, I just can't trust Najee. I think Jalen Warren is better than him. Even if he finishes as a top-18 running back, I still wouldn't feel confident starting him. And our 29, Jalil McLaughlin of the Denver Broncos going up against the Jumbo Jets. Gained over 100 yards on offense last week and found the end zone. This week, he gets a tougher Jets defense, but we did just see Pacheco run train on them on prime time. The biggest issue with McLaughlin right now is dealing with Demage P. Ryan and Javante Williams, right? Is Javante going to play? Is he not? I wouldn't think he would, but he still could, right? That's still the rumor mill that he could play. If he doesn't play, this is where McLaughlin's ranked, running back 29. If you have to play him, go ahead. But again, the Broncos defense is set to probably implode, or the offense is set to implode in this game. Running back 30, Jalen Warren. Again, this guy has outperformed Najee Harris in every single game of the season. But with Matt Canada calling all the plays, with Matt Canada being an absolute fucking buffoon, you cannot trust Jalen Warren. I hope, look, he was the running back 18 last week. I hope he keeps doing that. But I don't trust it. With the the quarterback play of Kenny Pickett, small hands Pickett, and with the coaching of Okanita, running back 31, Gus Bus edwards going up against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Steelers defense definitely underwhelmed last week against the Texans as C.J. Stroud and Nico Cousins. Let's go bowling and even Devin Singletary looking in that game, Damian Pierce, right? They just ran train on that defense. I think Gus should be fine, but this is very much a running back by committee and Lamar Jackson is the quarterback who can just steal a rushing touchdown at any point. Moving now to the final tier running backs, the G-tier, I call the last group of running backs the G-tier? I think I did. The F-tier, now the G-tier. Like a G-6. I think I already made that joke, too. Running back 32, Tyler Algier. Great matchup against the Texans' runs defense, but like Humpty Dumpty falling off the wall, Tyler Algier has done that. Running back four, then 49, 48, 67. He has seen his carries dipped in half over the last two weeks. Great matchup. If he finds the end zone, you'll be happy. If not, you're going to be sad. Again, even... Even if you have running backs on bye, you're probably down astronomical if you have to play these guys. A.J. Dillon against the Raiders last week. Dillon was still given more opportunities than Aaron Jones, and he still sucks. A.J. Dillon might be the most overrated running back in the NFL, and even in a great matchup against the Raiders, he should be on your bench. Running back 34, Samaj P. Ryan, even with Javante Williams getting hurt, Samaj P. Ryan took the back seat to Jalil McLaughlin. I think that's how you say his name. Going up against the Jets defense, again, tough matchup. Running back 35, Zach Moss. I do think we see more Zach Moss than JT owners would want because he is just coming back off that injury. But the Zach Moss train has came to a strong stop here, sadly. As JT's back, running back 36, Ajay Spears going up against the Colts in Indianapolis. If the Texans... Texans, if the Titans fall behind, then we're going to see more Tajay Spears. If the Titans stay close in the game, we'll see more Derrick Henry. The reason that is, is because it just seems like when the Titans are down, they pull Tractor Cito and they play Spears more. Again, Spears has pretty high ceiling, right? Because he's a really talented runner. He averages 6.1 yards per attempt. But the thing is, Derrick Henry's there, so... That's really all I have to say about Tajay Spears. Thank you guys all so much for watching. If you didn't up enjoying, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below as well as hitting that like button. It would help me out a ton. If you want to follow me on Twitter or X, please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. If you want to check out my Patreon, link is in the video description for $7.50 a month. I love you guys all so much. Hope you all have a great rest of your guys' day. And as always, good boy!